Welcome to the Let's Talk Data podcast series presented by SAP. Hello, welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast series. This series is brought to you by SAP experts discussing current topics around data and data management. My name is Ina and I will be your host for today's podcast. Today's podcast is focused on helping you renovate your data landscape with cloud capabilities, specifically our brand new integrated data lake in SAP HANA Cloud. Joining me today is Jason Hinsberger from SAP HANA Cloud Product Management. Welcome, thanks for your time today, Jason. Sure, no problem. Yeah, so the first thing we want to talk about is why should someone add HANA Cloud to their landscape? And there are a few reasons that we talk about initially. Number one, um, lots of times we end up saying no to the business lines of business all the time because we don't have enough resources, we don't have enough people, um, and it's too time consuming to stand up a new system. Uh, and no one likes to be in that situation. We want to be that strategic partner who can say, yes, we'd like to try that out. Yes, let me prototype that. So that's really where SAP HANA Cloud can come in. It helps you manage, it helps you access the cloud database that SAP is managing for you in the cloud. Um, and so you can, you don't have to spend time patching or migrating or training people on how to administer the system. We take care of much of that for you. This also means that you're reducing your hardware costs because we, we are taking care of that in the hosting. Um, and it gives you flexibility. If there are times of disruption, if there are times when you're changing your business model or where you really want to prototype trying some new things with your lines of business, you can spin up an instant, instance quickly. You can scale it up um, and then scale it back down if you don't need it anymore or if you want to roll it into a regular production cycle. So that flexibility in both cost and compute resources is a big one. And all of those things together mean that you'll be able to consume new innovations faster. You won't have to stand up new hardware. You won't have to start a new contract. You won't have to figure out how to install different solutions from different partners. You can use everything that is available to you on SAP HANA Cloud. So um, gets gets you to saying yes to your business really much more quickly. Um, and one of the new innovations that that we can use is the integrated data lake. So question to Jason, who is our guru of on a cloud data lake capabilities. Can you describe why companies would use the data lake? Are there benefits over a cloud data lake over an on-premises data lake? Uh, sure. So, um, so, I mean, we all know that enterprises are gathering more and more data from more and more sources. Um, and you might've heard the expression that data is the new oil. Um, and, and I think this is true. So. So gathering data from all kinds of different sources is is kind of similar to oil coming in from oil wells in the Middle East or oil rigs in the North Sea or even extracted from the tar sands in Canada. We have data gushing constantly from a variety of sources in a variety of formats and companies are amassing huge volumes of this data uh, in order to try and generate additional value and additional business insights that will drive the future uh, of their business. Um, so, however, unlike crude oil, which when you refine it, you consume it and change it into something else, data can be refined repeatedly for different purposes. So, uh, you may be our machine learning, uh, to apply machine learning algorithms, but then you might, uh, process it again, uh, under different circumstances to 
uh, create uh, new machine learning algorithms. You might be doing aggregations and building uh, dashboards for the CEO office. Um, and all those things are built on top of that same set of data. So companies tend to want to keep that data around. And as a result, they face a, a constantly increasing budget uh, for infrastructure like hardware, software, and people to store and manage this data on-premise. Um, and then of course, there's a significant amount of waste related to like computational capacity that you have to keep on hand to process the data. And it's sitting there uh, idle when you're not using it um, because you have to have it in case you do need it. Um, and so this is where the, the value of the cloud comes in. Uh, by storing the data in a, in a cloud-based data lake, companies can take advantage of uh, first of all, the cost cost savings for storage through the economies of scale that the cloud providers bring to the table. Um, and on the compute side of things, uh, cloud native uh, data lakes provide the ability to elastically uh, scale compute based on your workload. So uh, if you're not doing anything with your data lake, you're just storing the data, there's no need to have a bunch of idle uh, processing capacity available. Uh, you simply spin up that processing capaci capacity when you need it, you do your work, uh, and then you spin it back down. And that allows you to to, to maintain a tight control over the, the TCO of this data. That's beautiful because too many times I think when people try to use a data lake, what they end up doing is dumping data in, losing track of what is in there, losing track of the semantics of that data, um, and then not really having great ways to pull it out to really feed some of the predictive and machine learning models and really leverage it to make new decisions. So instead, that data lake just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and also sometimes less and less useful as it gets bigger. So it sounds like one of the problems that you can address by this elastic capability of HANA Cloud, yeah? Exactly, exactly, yep. Perfect. So the other um, reasons that we talk about SAP HANA Cloud and helping organizations to start their journey to that cloud, we all have these on-premise assets that we've been using since our company started, really, and we want to leverage those as much as we can. We don't want to have to recreate um, security and recreate methods of accessing the data and, and recreate um, training systems. So really, being able to use what we learned in on-premises use of HANA into SAP HANA Cloud is a key driver. Secondly, um, as as Jason talked about oil, you know, I'm from Wisconsin, and in Wisconsin we might say um, data is the new milk because when you get milk in, you can either make butter or you can make cream or you can derive from that and make baked goods as well. There are all these different uses, much like you described, Jason. So, you know, shout out to the Midwest there. Uh -huh. But um, <laughs> my, my, my story there was that you're connecting to all these data points instead of collecting it. You're, you're not trying to bring everything into one master store, which is only perfect at one very little sliver point in time, if even then, but instead you're connecting to that data where it is and sort of using this this flexible data fabric to help you understand what and connect to your data landscape. 
And then the third thing is we're using the SAP Cloud Platform Enterprise Agreement. So if you are an SAP Cloud Platform customer and have an enterprise agreement, you can very easily spin up a instance of SAP HANA Cloud with your extra credits from that environment and get started today. So it's a really great way to just start trying uh, SAP HANA Cloud and databases in the cloud. Um, and, and the last thing I'll say about that is it, it's not a version 1.0 product. We've been building on what we have done with HANA over the last 10 years. It has its 10-year birthday today. Lots of great innovations along the way from setting Guinness World Records to being the first that was um, through co-innovation, the first major database optimized for Intel Optane persistent memory. And, and now this next level of innovation with HANA Cloud. So HANA Cloud is that next level of innovation for HANA. One of the key paths along the way was using the Sybase technology, which we acquired along the way. Jason, can you talk a little bit about how integrated Data Lake in SAP HANA Cloud how that uses some of the world-class Sybase capabilities that we had? Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and you really hit on a, an important point uh, about HANA Cloud is the, the core technology that we're building this on is established and, and mature and proven in the market today. So, so it really gives us a big jump um, in providing this service. And so from the, um, from the Sybase perspective or the you know the, the acquisition from a few years ago um and you might have heard this in other talks the the core of the hana data lake is the sap iq database uh which you you see appearing in various uh, places across sap as uh, you know dynamic tiering in hana uh nls storage for bw uh, and things of that nature um, SAP IQ is one of the original columnar SQL databases, and it's been providing high performance analysis for, you know, petabyte scale data sets in on-premise systems for, for over 20 years. Uh, and that's across a variety of industries. Um, uh, in, the, in the last few years, IQ has been uh, expanded and growing and, and supports a, we've added support in the on-premise version for a scale-out capability called Multiplex. Um, which is basically the, the foundation for independent scaling of compute and storage. Um, and so we leverage these pre-existing cloud-native capabilities uh, that were already in IQ as the core of the HANA data lake. Um, and so this gives us a, a huge amount of confidence that we're providing uh, high-performance, high-quality service for analyzing uh, extremely large data sets in HANA cloud. Oh, super cool. Cool. Love to see those um, sort of industry proven techniques still being leveraged and extended. Um, can you talk then, Jason, about what are the most common use cases that you see for this integrated data lake capability? Uh, sure. So um, there's a couple of use cases, you know, and I'll probably stick more to the to the technical side as opposed to the business side uh, for this because that's where I'm most comfortable. But um, we see the usage of HANA Data Lake primarily revolving around low TCO storage for large volumes of data um, and providing a wide variety of high performance analysis capabilities over that data. So, you know, as I said, leveraging those strong SAP IQ uh, core capabilities. Um, and so the first general use case is using the HANA Data Lake as a um, 
consolidation point for data from multiple SAP and non-SAP enterprise systems. So, so you may have heard this in on-prem lingo as, as like a sidecar type setup. Um, so, the, so the benefit being is that uh, we simplify the management of this large amount of data from disparate systems, whether it's just archival data or overflow data from, from all these applications, uh, which provides a, the lower TCO uh, for storing it. And the depth of analysis offered by the IQ Core provides superior abilities to perform uh, analytics on this data. So uh, bringing the data from all these different systems together uh, and, and doing analysis of it provides new opportunities for insight that, that you wouldn't have seen before. Um, the, the second use case that we have is the data pyramid use case. So the data pyramid is, is something that, that you've probably heard of. Um, basically, if you look at the data pyramid, as if you look at a pyramid and think of it from the perspective of data from the bottom up, at the bottom of the pyramid, we have large volumes of raw data coming in to our enterprise. <clears throat> this data can then be ingested into the HANA data lake, um, and the HANA data lake provides structure and the ability to perform analysis using SQL uh, on this data. So as this analysis begins to refine, reduce, and extract value from the data, so much like um, you know, taking the oil analogy again, refining the oil, um, the smaller, more valuable pieces of data that have been identified in the, the large data set is moved up the pyramid into things like the in-memory HANA database, where it then can be leveraged in real-time reporting um, and business transaction generation. So for example, um, taking log data uh, and ingesting that into the data lake, doing some aggregation um, and turning that into information that is pushed into HANA and exposed via an operational dashboard, dashboard in using something like SAP Analytics Cloud. Um, or on the other, on the other side, uh, applying uh, machine learning uh, algorithm against data in the data lake and generating business transactions uh, inside of an SAP application. Um, so that's looking at the data pyramid from the bottom up. If we look at the data pyramid from the top down, where the top of the pyramid has, you know, the smallest amount of data, but the data has the most value. We commonly see um, this data over time, data tends to lose its value. And so in order to decrease the cost of storing this data, but still maintain the ability to query it when, when required, we move it down the pyramid. So out of the in-memory HANA store and, and into the HANA data lake, where it is cheaper to store the data, but we can still perform um, complex analysis when required. Uh, and the most common example of this type of scenario is the, uh, is the data aging scenario, where over time, you know, data, data tends to lose value. And so we age it out of the in-memory store into HANA data lake. Um, so so, those, are the, so those are the basic use cases. Um, you know, the consolidation point and then the data pyramid uh, up and down. And and which of those do you think is most common, Jason? Or what do we see most people trying to do? So, actually, all three of these things are, are common discussion points with customers. So, okay. you know, large larger enterprises tend to have lots of dis different systems and are looking to to build this um, consolidation point for analysis, mm -hmm. um, but but uh, and typically 
it's probably smaller enterprises who focus more on the, the data pyramid type use case. So um, trying to derive value from large volumes of data without without uh, while controlling costs, basically. Yeah, perfect. So we talked. You talked a little bit about scale there. How does the new data lake scale? Yeah. So so as I mentioned earlier, with regard to the Sybase uh, IQ technology, um, the Hana data lake scales storage and compute independently. So this allows you to realize the cost control benefits that we that we already talked about. Um, storage can be grown as required in your data lake, uh, and you can scale your compute up and down as your your compute requirements change. So, you know, you may have end of quarter uh, data processing requirements that that cause you to want to uh, scale up the amount of compute you have. Um, there, but there may be certain times of a quarter where you're not using your data lake at all, and you can scale your compute all the way down to zero if you're not performing any analysis of the data in your data lake. So, so it is truly, truly elastic, and and you are able to do that uh, dynamically via the provisioning interface for HANA Cloud. Ah, fantastic. So what kind of volume or data size does the data lake support then? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, so with our April 2020 release of HANA Cloud, so this is the first release, we support up to 90 terabytes of data in the HANA data lake. But uh, I want to remind people that this represents uh, an amount of compressed data. So, so SAP IQ has a significant uh, investment in development of disk-based compression for data. And so, for example, if you're ingesting CSV data into the HANA data lake, CSV raw data, you, you'll commonly see compression uh, of 10 times or better, um, meaning you could store you know, 900 terabytes of raw CSV data in 90 terabytes of data lake storage for example. Um, and even for compressed formats that are common in, in big data like Parquet, we, sip, we typically still see a, a 2x or better, two times or better uh, compression ratio for that data. So, uh, so while the limit is 90 terabytes, um, it, it, the data lake can support significantly more uh, raw data being stored in it. Um, from the compute side of things, we're currently supporting up to uh, 160 virtual CPUs for the for the data lake and of course the ultimate vision is to provide the ability to store many petabytes of data and apply as much compute as desired you know as you want to to, to analyze that data now uh, with sap iq on premise today we can do that um, you know we have customers storing multiple petabytes of data in the sap iq database and so uh, our development team is working hard to expose this, these capabilities in the HANA Data Lake uh, service as well. Well, in fact, the Guinness World Record that I mentioned earlier in 2014, the Guinness World Record for um, for the largest data warehouse was HANA and SAP IQ together. So this is yet another good example of HANA and I, IQ technology together, really bringing up the storage volume. Um, Jason, you touched briefly on with the data pyramid and sort of data tiering. Can you just re-highlight again how the data lake works with the in-memory piece and the native storage extension capabilities? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I didn't really talk much about NSE uh, and native storage. So, so HANA Data Lake is an integrated component of HANA Cloud. 
And the data pyramid use case I talked about sort of il illustrates the pattern of usage nicely when we talk about NSE and, and in-memory and uh, data lake. Um, so uh, from that perspective, we think of like our high value hot data is stored in the in-memory layer. Uh, our warm data is stored in NSE, so supporting you know slightly larger volumes than the in-memory layer. And then we have large volumes of, of cold data being stored in the data lake. Um, and of course, all of these sources uh, of data are accessible seamlessly uh, in HANA Cloud. So you only have you know, one connection to HANA Cloud that is able to access data regardless of, of the uh, layer of the pyramid where it lives. That's pretty fantastic. Um, any closing thoughts then, Jason, that you want to share with our listeners to inspire them to try the integrated data lake from HANA Cloud? Yeah, so... Uh, so I'm really excited by by this HANA Cloud vision and story that we have uh, that we've brought to market. Um, and the data lake as it stands today is awesome. So it brings this mature, high performance SQL analysis to the cloud uh, with pre-existing cloud native capabilities. And so you know it makes it easy for you to get started um, and have complete control over uh, your expenditures when you use the service. Um, and of course, as I just said, you know, as, a, as an integrated component of HANA Cloud, you have all the access through your HANA tools and your HANA utilities that you're familiar with today to work with the data lake. And this simplifies the learning curve greatly. Um, it's really easy to get started, spin up an instance, try some things and, you know, spin it down when you're done. Um, I'm also really excited for the future of the data lake. Um, the vision we have builds on this strong IQ relational core we have today. Uh, to enable advanced uh, analysis capabilities over all types of data eventually. So that includes semi-structured data, unstructured data. Um, you know, we'll continue to expand the scale of data lake to support that petabyte volume that, that we're, we're talking about earlier and, you know, as much compute as you need. So um, we're, we want to expand the scale of the data lake to support increasing amounts of storage and compute and bring the ability to dynamically control those capabilities. So, you know, enabling you to provide goalposts and let a service manage when it needs to scale up and scale down um, so that you don't have to always get in there as an administrator and change the provisioning manually. Um, of course, continued integration with HANA is gonna also bring advanced capabilities like dynamic data movement between the layers of the data pyramid and, and, and bring that data pyramid story truly to life. Uh, and then the last thing I just wanted to say is, is the data lake alone is really only part of the HANA Cloud story. The, the, the stack of HANA Cloud, SAP Analytics Cloud, Data Warehouse Cloud, and Data Intelligence, um, as they become more and more tightly integrated, provides uh, really an unmatched platform for any alignment, uh, analysis, and, and orchestration of data processing requirements that you might have across your enterprise. And I haven't really seen this from from any of any of the uh, other vendors we have in the market today. And so, I, I, yeah, I'm excited about the future. So yeah, really better together with all of those solutions um, being more and more integrated over time and sharing common capabilities across each other. They all get better and raise the bar. Very exactly. nice. Um, well, I just want to close with uh, the top takeaway that I learned today was really how easy it is to get started by spinning up 
HANA Cloud instance and dynamically adjusting how big you want your data lake to be and when you're done playing with it or if, if you're ready to move out of production and try something else, you can spin the instance down very easily. So that's pretty cool. Um, I just wanted to, you know, give again a shout out to SAP HANA on its 10 year birthday today. HANA Cloud remains an evolution of that pl platform. You'll see a lot of investment in that going forward. And if you want to learn more, you can head to sap.com slash HANA Cloud. We look forward to hearing, seeing you on the next Let's Talk Data podcast. Thanks, Jason. Thank you.